Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yesterday was Labor Day. There's no news on Labor Day. I will never forget... When I started in television in Sioux City, Iowa, I was working on Labor Day, and my director at the time suggested that I go down and do a story on people who are laboring on Labor Day. And as opposed to going and finding somebody who had to work, it was his genius idea that I go down to the hospital and talk to women who had either just had a baby or who were in labor. Yeah, it didn't sound any better in 1999. It wasn't a better story than either. It was a bunch of awkward, unmakeuped new moms trying to figure out why some dork was there asking silly questions. That's the caliber of coverage that we get of Labor Day. We fortunately have more time here. We fortunately have better conversations here. So since yesterday was Labor Day, we need to talk about Labor Day. We need to talk about what the economy in 2020 is, who the economy in 2020 works for, because former Clintonista Robert Reich penned a piece for The Guardian that argues the economy only works for the rich. He writes, No other developed nation has nearly the inequities found in the U.S., even though all have been exposed to the same forces of globalization and technological change. Jeff Bezos's net worth recently reached $200 billion, and Elon Musk's $100 billion, even as 30 million Americans reported their households didn't have enough food. America's richest 1% now own half the value of the U.S. stock market. The richest 10% own 92%. Reich wrote. Now, there is no doubt that the rich in this country are rich. It is not surprising. I mean, do, do we need to get out the breaking news sounder to say that rich people in America are rich? We've had rich people in America since the country's founding. Rich people in America is not a new thing. Yes, this country would be better off if more people made more money. But here's the thing that Robert Reich or Reich, I forget. Here's what he forgets. More people are making more money. Most Americans don't have the kind of generational wealth that the wealthy families do. You own, what, a few investments? You've got your 401k, your house. You don't have millions or billions sitting in the bank. But right here is Reich is, is being dishonest. Jeff Bezos is not worth $200 billion because he stole that money. Elon Musk didn't come to your house and take cash out of your wallet to become a billionaire. Both men made things that have made our lives better. Jeff Bezos is worth $200 billion because what started as his online bookstore now sells you everything that you could ever want. And in a pandemic, when more people are being told don't go to the store, but still need everything from paper towels to Pop-Tarts to headphones, thank God there is something called Amazon.com that will get it to you. In many cases, get it to you in a day. 
No one is forcing you to shop at Amazon. No one is forcing you to buy what it is that you buy. You willingly do so, and you happily do so. Because if you don't want to go out to the Walmart or the Target or the Macy's that's now closed, you can sit on your couch in this pandemic and click, click, boom, buy yourself some things. That's why Jeff Bezos is worth what he is. The piece continues. Chief executives have done everything possible to prevent the wages of most workers rising in tandem with productivity gains. So most gains instead go into the pockets of top executives and major investors. They've outsourced abroad, installed labor-replacing technology, and switched to part-time and contract work. Now, I'm not going to disagree with old Bobby over here. It would be better in this country if we made more things here. If we made more automobiles, if we made more high-end electronics. But manufacturing in the United States makes high-end things. We make MRI machines. We make jet engines. We make jumbo jets. We don't make T-shirts. We don't make foam injection flip-flops. And we shouldn't sit here and complain that we don't do that. Bob continues. They've busted unions whose membership shrank from 35% of the private sector workforce 40 years ago to about 6.4% today. Now, I have no problem with the trades, but unions in this country got lazy. They got fat. They forgot that the job was to make things and not protect bad workers or amass political power so they could be kingmakers. Or as we saw with Jimmy Hoffa, become corrupt instruments of the mob. He is right. Private sector union membership has fallen, but that's happened while public sector union membership has grown. Does anybody really think we're better off because of the teachers' unions in this country? Kids in Milwaukee reading better, doing math better because of the teachers' unions there? Go down to Illinois, go out to California, go to New York. Take a look at what AFSCME and SEIU have done to state budgets, done to big cities, done to people who just simply want to work and make a paycheck. Bob's playing class politics here. He's not talking about the economy. He's trying to fire up the Joe Biden base, tell people who are working in a fast food job, it's the fault of the rich white man that you're there. Never mind the idea of get the skills that are in demand, go learn a trade, you can have a good-paying job in this country. Reich's being dishonest. He's not saying that the middle class is shrinking because people are moving out of it, which is the case. Sure, the rich in this country are getting richer, but so are the poor. People are moving from one paycheck, barely making ends meet, to two paychecks, having a comfortable lifestyle. Before the coronavirus handicapped the economy, we were looking in some states at almost full employment. Unemployment among blacks and Hispanics, not to mention most other racial groups, were at near record lows, at record lows, as as, as low as they've been in years. And right here is ignoring the benefits of the 2000 economy, or the 2020 economy. He's forgetting that while some people may not have as much money as Jeff Bezos, nobody has as much money as Jeff Bezos. Even the poorest of people in America have smartphones, have air conditioning, have high-def televisions, have high-speed internet, have cars. 
Sure, people may not be making as much when you take the graph and say, here's Jeff Bezos's worth and here's your net worth, but more people are living better than they ever have before. That's all thanks to the modern economy. Nothing in his piece in The Guardian talks about putting people back to work. It talks all about the inequities and the unfairness and, by God, we've got rich people in this country and that just sucks. America was founded on the idea that you too could come to this country and become rich. You too could come to this country and become successful. It's the reason that so many people have left their home countries over the years to come to this country. Elon Musk came to this country and made himself a billionaire. This conversation about the economy and about who it works for comes during conversation about who will be the next president. There are two vastly different views of the economy from the two people who are running for president. Donald Trump wants to put people back to work. He's talked about just a job, but a good paying job. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, the Clintons have talked about putting people back on the dole, getting people welfare checks as opposed to a J-O-B. You want to talk about who the economy is working for? Well, one candidate wants to get people back to work. The other wants to make it easier for people not to work. There's your message on Labor Day. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.